You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, buns, buns. Aloha, I'm Fernando. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Opposite Tastes podcast. Two Gen Xers who can't be more different, sample odd snacks, and discuss or argue about pop culture for the last time. (laughs) Snack review coming up at the end of our episode, but first, we're going to get locked up. (laughs) Fernando and Jamie go to jail. Mm hmm. And before we get into this, for the purpose of this episode, we're going to use jail and prison interchangeably. Because you did your homework, Jamie, and you found out that uh, they're two different things, right? Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and distinguish the two, and then we'll flatten it. Well, apparently jail is sort of a general term for um, where you're held before you get uh, convicted and sentenced. Uh, Prison is where you serve out your sentence. Yeah, so thank you for that information. However, again, uh, this episode, it's going to be the same thing. Yeah, it has bars. You're restricted. It's the same thing. You wear those stripy clothes. Yeah. You get that tin can and you clank it against the bars. Right, and then you make your license plates. and You play the harmonica. You hammer away at rocks. (laughs) Stuff like that. I don't want to give away too much now. Okay. (laughs) Also, before we get into it, some reflection on our second to the last episode? Sure. Uh, Our um, last episode was uh, Cops. Cops, yep. Um, One of my my reflections is is I did recall, after we recorded, Mm -hmm. I did recall that there was a sort of a negative um, uh, experience with police. Yeah. Uh, but it was really partially my fault. Okay, so like, basically, um, my husband and I had gone to some event uh, after work, so we went in separate cars. Okay. And so we were going home uh, in separate cars. But I was, um, I'm not that familiar with like the stadium area, and um, and so we we're going to go through that area home and so I was kind of following him okay but there was maybe some construction and so like there were the police were diverting um, sure. the, the traffic and stuff oh, and so okay. when that happens I get kind of flustered uh-huh <laughs> so I was trying to follow him but it was like you know like you stop and then the police tells you when to go right and I got really confused and um, sort of, I didn't, I didn't come anywhere near running over a cop, but uh, he thought I did, the, the cop that I did. Oh, and geez. so these two cops that were diverting traffic, they were excited yelling at me. Oh, jeez. And one even said, are you drunk? <laughs> no way. Yeah. Wow. So I got really flustered and um, of course then I, afterwards I took it out on my husband. but. Um, that's what wives do. Wow. So yeah, that wasn't very nice of them. Um, but you know, they don't know who I am and 
Maybe they thought I, I they don't know your was, story. was drunk or... They don't know how your day's been. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They don't know what's going on in your life. I'm a decent person. They just don't know it. I thought you were going to say, like, uh, I thought that the story was going where he was going to stop, like, or let your husband go, but then stop you. But then you wanted to stay attached to him, so you just followed That's kind of what happened, too. Oh, okay. And that's what made me even more upset, right? Yeah, yeah. More, um... Nervous. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, geez. That's uh, quite more exciting than my reflection. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, all I wanted to say for the previous episode on Cops is that I did not create that promo image. Um, <laughs> there's some people that thought that I did the collage for it. Because mm. it kind of looks like a collage, I guess. Uh, I guess you know? so. Right, right, right. But uh, wish I did, but it wasn't me. But the credit goes to you for picking out such a great image. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's my honor to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> also, our sponsor for this episode is Shiv. Do more with that toothbrush. Shiv. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, you got something for us to look up? Oh, yes, I do. Okay. Okay, so um, I guess amongst some people, there is this image where, you know, um, rich white collar criminals they get sentenced to prison mm-hmm. and then there's a um, i guess a an impression that the prison that they go to is really not miserable at all you know right and like you get catered food or you know you have a swimming pool or something like that yeah what you did know. they say those are like uh oh, i forget the something term like cushy jails or something like that cushy prisons um so I did a bit of looking up. Okay. And um, so, oh, maybe you think about Club Fed? Something no? like that, okay. yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so basically, there are no Club Feds. Um, and there are no, there's no prisons that are actually, can, you know, by any stretch of the imagination, be thought of as cushy. The, apparently, the myth of that started during the Watergate era. When politicians and you know richer people were headed to prisons on military bases, mm. uh, that you know, and military bases typically have a golf course, uh, tennis courts, swimming pools. Yeah. So while those amenities are located near a prison camp, they were not for the inmates; they were for the military personnel, of course. But that's how the myth started. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I was thinking, uh, yeah, like a country club experience. Right, right. There is none. You bust that myth. <laughs> awesome. So go look it up if yeah, you want to know more about it. Yeah, go look it up. A prison, also known as a correctional facility, jail, um, penitentiary, uh, detention center, uh, correctional center, remand center, that's all a facility in which inmates or prisoners are forcibly confined and denied a variety of freedoms under the authority of the state. Prisons are most commonly used within a criminal justice system. Uh, People charged with crimes may be imprisoned until their trial. Those pleading or being found guilty of crimes at trial may be sentenced to a specified period of imprisonment. In simplest terms, a prison can also be described as a building in which people are legally held as a punishment for a crime they have committed. 
slang terms for prison include the pokey, mm -hmm. the slammer, mm -hmm. the cage, the can, the clink, the joint, the calaboose, the <laughs> hoosgal, crowbar hotel, and the big house. The big house. Did I miss any? Do you have any? I don't others? know. Okay. You don't have any from your personal experience? Any other? The kennel? I don't know. <laughs> ah, there That's you go. One, huh? Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you called it when you're locked away? If you're a cat, yeah. So personal experience. We have none. Yeah. Uh, thank because God. Of, because of that uh, case that's pending, we can't talk about. Uh, <laughs> Being super vague, uh, let's see. I've never been locked up. Have you? No. I've never been an inmate. Have you? No. I've visited someone in prison before. Okay. Have you? No. No. No, I don't think so. No. no. You know, it is weird, though, when you visit someone in prison and they can, um, well, the one that I visited, they allowed you to take photos. Mm. Like a selfie? <laughs> no, like there's some, there, like a prison guard uh, has a camera. Okay. And the particular person that was visiting mm -hmm. uh, was awarded coupons okay. for a free photo or whatever. So really? they can use that coupon or whatever that they earned. Uh-huh. They, they cash that in, uh -huh. or, you know, they, they give it, they right. redeem it. Redeem it. And the guard will then bring out this, this, uh, just point. 1940s, uh, yeah. Canon? No. Yeah. With the, uh, <laughs> the old-timey cameras with the gunpowder at the top. But like, it's like one of those uh, digital cameras, right. but not like uh, the, uh, the high-end ones, but just a point, uh, what do you call it? Shouldn't they just have a Polaroid or something? I mean... I know that we can get it right there, exactly. right? Exactly. So they have this digital camera, mm -hmm. and they take the photos, and then um, they print it out in a month or something like that. Mm. Yeah. But what was the interesting part of this, because I know it's, it hasn't been interesting so far. So the interesting part of this is that when you take a photo, you can't do any hand gestures. Right. Because they take it as a gang sign. Right. Yeah. No matter what? Yeah. No so matter what. Peace. Shaka. Uh, shaka. There's no shakas. Uh, yeah. Thumbs up? No. I don't mm. know. I just didn't do anything. Mm. Yeah. Pray? Pray? No. Probably not. No. Some church gang. <laughs> they praying jokers. I guess might as well just say no hand gestures. No right? hand gestures. You can't it's... just say no gang gestures. But then the thing is, know. you know, a lot of prisons are privatized now. And so uh, that means they could all be having their own rules you know what i mean so mm -hmm. that could be that particular prison mm -hmm. yeah but you know as as far as rules go that's pretty minor you know i i, I wouldn't like buck up against that like what <laughs> you're kidding me no freaking hand I'm gestures gonna, I'm, what? Gonna, I'm fighting this what is this bulgaria <laughs> you know where's the warden <laughs> okay okay <laughs> what's your favorite prison film um i chose two two of them uh, so my first one is 48 Hours, 48 Hours. Uh, Nick Nolte, Eddie Murphy, 1982, often credited as the first buddy cop movie. Mm -hmm. And this was Eddie Murphy's debut, and he was nominated for a Golden Globe for it. Uh, 48 Hours was the seventh highest grossing film of 1982. Rotten Tomatoes has a 93% approval rating. 
I don't remember much about this film. I definitely know I saw it. Mm -hmm. I think it was legally binding. Like you had to see it in the in the 80s. It was like law. Like <laughs> kind of. It's movie. sort of the iconic, iconic yeah. uh, of the era. They got into a fist fight, right? Probably. Once. Yeah. So Nick Nolte is a detective. Um, Eddie Murphy is a, a convict. He's in jail. But oh, Nick okay. Nolte is investigating this case right. um, that involves um, criminals who have uh, been associated with the Eddie Murphy character. Mm. And so he needs Eddie Murphy to help solve the case. Was there a lot of scenes in the prison? A bit. Um, in the beginning and the, and the after. Oh, okay. Because the, uh, the deal is he, um, he gets Eddie Murphy out for 48 hours. Okay. Helps him with the case. And then he's back um, in jail. But I, I think they may have, um, the deal might, may have been they lessened his sentence or something. Oh, okay. Because, yeah. I, yeah, I was thinking like, oh, isn't that a cop movie? But yeah, I forgot that he was, Eddie Murphy was a prisoner. Right, yeah, right, Interesting. Right. Thanks for clearing that up. So I'm going to post uh, a clip of the, when they first meet. And so Eddie Murphy is in jail, right? And he has uh, headphones on and he's belting out Roxanne by the police. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. Oh, okay. Can't wait to see it. What's mm -hmm. your other film? My other film is The Green Mile, starring Tom Hanks and Michael oh, Clark Duncan. Never saw that one. It's a very good one. That's what I hear. 1999, based on a Stephen King novel, which I have read. I read it after that I saw the movie. Um, Stephen King is just one of the most prolific artists of his, of anywhere. He's a national treasure. He kind of is. I mean, can you imagine how many of his books or short stories got on uh, in the theater? Yeah, I were mean, made into movies. It's, it's amazing. Crazy. Plus, you slap Tom Hanks on that. You got two national treasures. Yeah, I mean, can't go wrong. So many stars started in this movie. Yeah. Anyway. Um, it was nominated for an Oscar, including Best Picture, but that didn't win. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes' approval rating is 78%. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's it. My oh, 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 sorry. I knew that wasn't it. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, as an offshoot uh, thing, I did discover this website called MeanStars.com. And so um, it has, like, all these celebs... You have meanest and nicest. And so if you click on nicest, okay. it'll give you like the, the celebs that have the nicest rating in it. If you click on meanest, you click, you, it gives you the meanest ones. And then you have uh, people can just submit stories. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's kind of neat. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So I was just kind of going through a little bit. I did, I did that because I heard from another celeb that Michael Clark Duncan is an ass. But then when I look, looked in MeanStars.com, mm -hmm. he's actually rated as a nice guy. Oh. So he's, I was just... He passed away, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. All right, thank you. Uh, my favorite prison film would have to be Con Air, mm -hmm. 1997. Good one, good one. I mean, it's a great premise. Yeah. You know, they're all being flown somewhere. It's mm -hmm. a prison in the air. It has action, it has comedy. I mean, you just add a plane to anything, right? Snakes on a plane. I guess. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, great premise and yeah, great, great cast for sure. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was, 
think that was uh, what's his name? That I'm totally drawing blanks today. Nicholas Cage. Uh, Nicholas Cage. That was his foray into being an action hero, right? Could be. I don't know. I don't know. But another, I guess the rest of these are runner-ups, but uh, Face Off, 1997. Of course. I think in the history of this podcast, I've mentioned Face Off in at least half of the episodes, and rightly so. At least four. It's it's an amazing film. But yeah, um, what else? The Rock. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. Alcatraz, right? Alcatraz, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, that another was... Nicolas Cage movie. <laughs> I know, you see a theme. You know, that was just, uh, yeah, three of these, right? What? The Rock, because that was Nicolas Cage. Mm -hmm. Con Air, Face Off. Mm -hmm. Those are all Nicolas Cage films. I just realized that now. That's what I just said. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> and they're all within a year of each other. The Rock was 1996, Face Off, 97, Con Air, 97. Mm. It was a good era for Nick Cage. It was. Wow. He's, this is not his, his heyday anymore, but right. he did have one, which is good. Yes. Uh, one that he wasn't in. <laughs> it was uh, Tango and Cash, 1989. Okay. That was good. Good stuff. And of course, Ernest Goes to Jail. Oh my, really? 1990. Yeah. All right. I guess because there's no Peewee Goes to Jail, you have to, <laughs> you have to fix something else. That's true. Um, Ernest did fill a void after uh, my peewee thing, mm. for sure. Does he pale in comparison, or is, it, is he a good side-by-side like, -side kind of character? Uh, it's really hard to... Uh, I don't know, it's like apples and oranges. You can't really compare the two. All right. You know? That for me, there were totally different things. And I see, actually, Ernest as a pretty good sketch artist sketch comedy artist okay yeah in fact my show almost local which ran for two seasons mm -hmm. on uh, oc16 uh that was heavily based on uh hey Vern, it's Ernest. oh jesus and i'm not sure if anyone goes back <laughs> to try to see the similarities but yeah i i took a lot from that show heavily influenced Whew. Gotta catch my breath here. I think you, you could have gotten three seasons if you base it on Pee Wee. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. See, <laughs> <laughs> well, you mean Pee Wee's Playhouse. Whatever. Pee Wee's Playhouse, <laughs> see that? It's all the same they, smell. They have their own segments too, but it's more fluid. And then just it involves such a huge cast. But you could tell the style that Ernest did it. It was on bare bones budget, but very creative. That's why I have a hard time comparing the two. Even the two as characters, it's... It's all about feelings. It's all about emotion, man. I guess so. Which one, you know, which, you know, where's the, uh, where's the how high is the lever going? Well, see, the you thing know? is, with Pee Wee, it's almost like, like Disney, right? You're going into his world. Where Ernest doesn't really have a world. He kind of does, but it's not... It's, you're not losing yourself it's like, in no, this but it's world. Like how much does each make you smile? How big is your smile with Pee Wee? I, how big is your smile with Ernest? Okay, well, I smile more with Pee Wee. See? But, there you go. But Ernest makes me Done. think. <laughs> Ernest makes me think. That is scary. Okay. <laughs> Favorite prison TV show or series? Okay. I don't really have one, but 
um, when I was Googling stuff. Yeah, I had to Google on this. I came across, um, I don't know if you guys remember, it was, oh, I didn't even, oh, 2006. Uh, there was a bunch of uh, YouTube videos, I guess, of these inmates in the Philippines, of oh. a jail in the Philippines. Yeah. Doing like, like pretty elaborate productions of popular songs. And yeah. So the they mo- their most popular one was Michael Jackson's Thriller video. Yeah. And I mean the dancing and the choreography and the synchronization, mm-hmm. just awesome. Just awesome. It's it's like taken from a, a high point, viewpoint, right? Yeah. And all these inmates in the uh, orange jumpsuits or whatever the color was. One guy, I, I, I'm assuming gay, um, played the the female. Um, or he could have just been a great actor. He could have. Okay, so one is like the, the Michael Jackson uh, uh, character. Right. Another is his date, and then the rest are all like dancers or um, you know the zombies. Yeah. Right, right. And just great, great choreography. So I, I looked it up. So. It's the CPDRC Dancing Inmates. Stands for Cebu Provincial Detention and Rehabilitation Center. It's a maximum security prison in Cebu, uh, Philippines, where the prisoners perform dance routines as part of their daily exercise and rehabilitation. Many of their performances were filmed and released online, uh, making them a popular feature among fans and celebrities. Uh, So this guy named Byron Garcia at the time, he was the official security advisor to the Cebu government. He is credited for starting this program. Uh, he was also the uh, brother of the governor of Cebu. But, yeah. I want to say that there's a documentary on their know. prison. I don't I feel know. like I've... Could be. I've watched a trailer or something for I don't know. Mm. There might be. Might could be. be. Could be. Could be. But they've done other uh, other songs too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Is it their own YouTube channel? Okay. I don't know, but I'll 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 post the the thriller one. Yes. Yeah. Please do. Any any others? Uh no. Okay. I think uh, the most uh, I guess popular one or most obvious one that would just pop up from top of your head, top of your heart, Orange is the New Black. See, I haven't seen that. That ran from uh, 2013 to 2019. Was it Netflix or HBO or something? I think it was. Uh, it was HBO it, or was something. Was it HBO? Yeah. I don't know. But it, it is on Netflix now mm-hmm. if you wanted to watch it. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, just a really good series. Yeah. I think I would probably like it if I could see it, but I can't. Yeah. So. <laughs> Maybe someday. What if it was on HBO? Don't you have the HBO app? Not anymore. I. Oh, you canceled. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, and my runner-up isn't isn't a TV show per se, but it's a segment that I enjoyed a lot on TV. Like I'm not sure if it was like Maury Povich or you know like those daytime talk shows where they have like the really bad kids. Right, and the parents like can't control them, mm. and then they do that whole scared straight thing. They mm. bring out that. The drill sergeant mm. yells at him, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "All right, now the sergeant's gonna take you away." And then you know, takes him to the prison and stuff. I'm like, "This, you see, this is where you're gonna end up." Then they have you know prisoners come out. Yeah, there were um, shows called Scared Straight, right? I think so, right? Yeah, yeah. 
but I always enjoyed those. <laughs> I like the drill sergeant just yelling at him. I'm sure the kids enjoyed it too. <laughs> okay, what's your favorite prison music? Uh, I was thinking, you know, uh, swing high, swing low, but um, it's not like... An Is that racist? No. No. Oh, okay. I thought maybe that's, that's why you don't like it. Like if I was to pretend I'm in jail, I might sing that song, you know. Swing high, swing low. Anyway. What about um, the Spaceballs one? Nobody knows the trouble mm, I That good one, yeah. I'll have the same feel. Yeah. You know. Uh, but let's just get off of that. Okay. Uh, I did find an amusing list of songs not to sing while in prison. So I'll give you some. Okay. Baby One More Time by Britney Spears. Oh, okay. Uh, also, Baby Got Back. Sir Mix a Lot. Ah, okay. And last but not least, Closer by Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> I had this one listener when I was uh, when I still had a radio show, okay. and she would always call and ask for that song. Closer. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. At least it wasn't like um, play Misty for me. Yeah, but I, I, like I was never sure if she was trying to like tell me like tell me something. I know, like, right? like yeah. Yeah. Like... Do you know what the play Misty for me references? No. Ah, oh, jeez. What, um, what year was it? 80s. Oh, oh, there we go. Why are you getting mad at me then? Because it's iconic. Doesn't matter if I wasn't born or one of I wasn't born. It's Clint. It's Clint. It's it's a really great uh, horror movie, like scary movie, like sus- not really horror horror, but uh, very suspenseful. Okay. Um, you know who Jessica Walters is? Mm, no. She's an archer. She's an older actress. She's an art, like the the cartoon aren't Yeah. No, I think maybe if you saw her. Maybe I yeah I got it. Uh, she played the crazy lady and she was awesome. Oh okay. Anyway, in I think it's the movie called Play Misty for Me, Clint Eastwood is a popular radio DJ, and um, uh, he has this uh, fan uh-huh. of his radio show, played by Jessica Walter. Uh, he, um, they sleep together. Okay. And then he realizes she's crazy. Oh. So she always calls into his radio show, shows, play Misty for me. Oh. You know? Got it. And uh, then like, she shows up in various areas. You know how it goes, right? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> You're familiar with that, right? Um, <laughs> We're not going to talk about my personal life. And then, you know, she gets violent. She um, starts killing people. Anyway, it's very, very uh, suspenseful. Okay. It's worth, a, it's worth a watch. Okay. Sorry. Thank you. Any others? Why did I say that now? Oh, Closer? Closer. I've managed now. Yeah. Sorry. Moving on. Moving on. Folsom Prison Blues. Johnny Cash, 1957. Mm-hmm. Can't beat that. For sure, it's like iconic. Behind, well, besides uh, Jailhouse Rock, which is too cliche, too yeah, a little too obvious, and uh, it's not really that great of a song, in my no. opinion. Yeah, no. there's lots of other Elvis songs that I enjoy. 
more than that. Yeah, yeah like Drums of the Islands. <laughs> drums of the Islands, forever in my heart. Sound like Viva Las Vegas. Oh, that's a good one. We should have done an Elvis episode. Could have. I know, Could have, should have. That's okay. Yeah, next one. In our next life. In the next life. Viva Las Vegas, I think that's UNLV's fight song. Could be. Why not? Because uh, when we played against them for a basketball tournament, and I was up there for the pet band. They played that. And so, yeah, they scored us a lot, so I heard that a lot. Yeah, I hey, they scored. Dun, 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 that's a good one, though. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's a good one to pick if they're going to. For sure. Know. And uh, Chain Gang, Sam Cooke, 1960. Do you know that one? Yeah. My runner up. Okay, dream jail could be in any jail, and mm-hmm. I had some some picks, but now I once we started this conversation, I came up with another one. So I might just toss all of these. But anyway, let's go ahead. Sable and, Philippines. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, yeah, I just want to be that girl character. <laughs> yeah, you would be good. <laughs> damn, 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 damn. Scaring me. I just want to go home. <laughs> Are those zombies? Help me, Michael. Why is your voice higher than mine? I don't know. I don't think she has a speaking. I know, part. but uh, you know me. I would add one in there. I mean, yeah, I think she could have. Anyway, let's not get into that. Because your dream channel. Um, wait, do you want to go first? No, no, go ahead. No, you can go first. Oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah. So, well, since we started talking and you started talking about that club fed. Mm-hmm. type of thing right and then I was like oh my gosh of course the ultimate prison or jail that I'd want to be in is the Pablo Escobar jail that he built for himself ah tell me about it because that is baller I didn't know about that really yeah okay yeah because there's this whole thing alright like like the gov- the uh, the government wanted him to surrender is it Mexico uh, no not Mexico Colombia okay yeah so yeah, the Colombian government was like, there's this war between the government and the cartel, and then, you know, it's gone on for a long time, look, finally, like, just surrender, and we can put an end to this war, all this bloodshed, and he kept putting conditions on his surrender, and so, finally, one of his most elaborate conditions that he made is like, I'm going to build my own prison, that, that way, you guys can say, I'm in prison, um, as long as you don't extradite me anywhere, you know, I can just stay right here in Colombia and I won't leave, you know. And your cops can um, check, like, every now and then to see if I'm there. Because <laughs> they weren't even there, like, full time. Like, they had to stay, like, a mile away or something like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is if everything I saw in Narcos was true, which I, I believe it is. But anyway, according to Narcos, yeah, that great series on Netflix. Um, yeah, he so he built it and had like yeah everything that, just for him though not just like, for him and then okay. women could come in and then no wait you know I don't think well like as far as just for him meaning he's the only one that can be sentenced there yeah. but all his homies and stuff were there like they could bring him stuff they but could, they weren't incarcerated but they weren't incarcerated okay. but they could bring him food right women right <laughs> and all of that. Yes, okay. And of course, that sweet cocaine. <laughs> Why not? Because right? if he ODs, then good. 
True. Yeah. True. 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 Yeah. Okay, so that's um, a pretty good choice. Yeah, so that, I came up with that wall. Now, would you want to stay there with Pablo or not with Pablo? I would want to stay with the Pablo that was in Narcos, like the actor. Oh, okay, <laughs> but the, not actor. the actual. Yeah, yeah not the actual guy. Cause not the actual guy. Who knows, right? Who knows? I don't know the guy. Um, but bef- before I came up with that idea, some other ones that I was thinking was was a chain gang in, Alab- in Alabama. So... Mm-hmm. Because sometimes uh, I just think I would just love a simpler life and I would just want to just be outdoors. That would be very simple. Very simple. Mm. But the only thing with the chain gangs, that Mm -hmm. was like the heyday of the chain gangs were like... If they did have a chain heyday. Yeah. Yeah. Were most widely used. Okay. It was uh, the early 1900s. Chain gangs were popular. In the South. (laughs) And because, you know, in the South, and, you know, I'm not very white, and so... I, I think you're white enough. Mm, not in the South, not back then. Whiter than other people. Mm, I don't know. What? On the mainland, I'm just re- regarded as very Mexican. And so, I don't think I would have much, much rights back then. No, but whiter than, say, Michael Clark Duncan. Oh, then an African American, I'm just saying. Yeah, but I don't think it mattered back or a, then. Or an Okinawan. I don't think it matters now. <laughs> okay. I but love yeah. Okinawans, by the way. It, what, that was just a joke. <sighs> You're married to one. Yeah. Um, and so the reason why I said Alabama in 1995 is because that's when uh, they did an experiment and brought back the chain gang just oh, to okay. see how it would be. Okay. Yeah. And there's a bunch of things or duties that the chain gang would do. Mm-hmm. So... I wouldn't want to be doing road construction. And so one of the tasks that they do is clearing land. I was like, okay, what am I doing that? I can clear land. Um, also, I was thinking Alcatraz when it just opened in like 1934. It was brand spanking new. Brand spanking new. all good. And then, you know, hey, you know, you're, it's an island, you know, and you're in the Bay Area. So, you know, not it's, a tropical ni- island. it's nice. Yeah, I know, but the, the weather's crisp. You know, it's definitely not hot. You know, okay. nice crisp weather. Then maybe you get a waft of the uh, the seafood, you know, or Ghirardelli or, you know, whatever. So. Right. I'm sure you can smell Ghirardelli from there. <laughs> and my third choice, not counting the Escobar thing, is uh, the Con Air airplane. <laughs> to be on that plane, mm. you know? Would you want to just be sitting in the seats or in the rape cage? Uh, I wouldn't want to be in the rape cage, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. Just in the seats would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Call me old-fashioned. Yeah. Okay. What's your dream jail, Jamie? Uh, mine is really simple. It would be 1930s Chicago. Ah, Chicago. She ain't winning shitty. Hey. And uh, if they hadn't died, maybe uh, be a uh, compete, you know, be a companion of, uh, say, or a friend of John Dillinger, Bonnie and Clyde. Uh, yeah, they were that. That was when they all died in like mid nineteen thirties. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Because know how I figure cool. you know everyone's in like suits and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And okay. I think back then it definitely was stripes. Yeah, something. Yeah, no, right? po- no polka dots, definitely. No polka dots, pre orange for sure. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, that does it for uh, jail, prison, no. and all that stuff. No. No. 
Oh, did you, uh, do you have a potty dance pole? No. Oh, okay, what do you got then? I have a pick a celebrity cellmate, fictional. Did oh, you not do that? No, I didn't do that. Can I just say who I? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. You may not even know who the hell this is. Okay. But it's Papillon. 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 The uh, maker of the, the bags? No, okay. No. Uh, related to the dogs. It's a dog breed, Papillon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, it was a 1973 movie with Steve McQueen and Dustin Hoffman, uh, based on a book written by this guy who um, supposedly it's based on. But there are some, you know, sometimes someone writes a book and others like, eh, I don't know if that's true. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Okay. So it's like um, oh, I didn't write down what the uh, plot was, but anyway, this. A uh, guy, uh, he's wrongly imprisoned um, and gets sent to French Guyana, which is sort of South America. Okay. An island, an yeah. island prison. Mm -hmm. And it's really, really bad. And this was in uh, a long time ago. I, wanna, I don't want to say what the decade is. I don't even, I'm not even sure. A long time ago. Okay. Anyway, it was uh, nominated for Oscars for the um, music, and then also for Golden Globe, Steve McQueen. Ron Tomato's approval rating is 81%. Uh, Papillon means uh, butterfly. And so Papillon, mm. the, the character, okay. um, the inmate, he had a butterfly tattoo, so that was his nickname. Oh, ah, got yeah. it. But the whole movie is them trying to escape. Okay. So it's a very interesting movie. I think uh, my ideal cellmate would be Captain Jack Sparrow. Okay. Because um, he seems like an interesting person to talk to. True. You know? And a good guy to get drunk with. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, he has his two friends that are always trying to get him out. So there oh, could be okay. a cannonball just coming through the wall at any time and then escape. So. Which could hit you, or but I, I'm hoping allow that, you an avenue for but I'm hoping, yourself. Yeah, but I'm hoping that I'd be such good friends with him mm -hmm. that he would know when the cannonball's coming. He's like, oh, I might want to move to the left, mate. Right, right. You know? Okay, all right. I'm like, oh, thanks. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. true, true, true. Would you like to come with me in the black pad? Exactly. I'd be like, yeah. Would you like to be my co-captain? <laughs> yeah. Would you like to make out with that girl? They're always, <laughs> they're always breaking me out. <laughs> I don't think she's with Orlando Bloom anymore. <laughs> you can have it if you want. With some rum. <laughs> wow, Jack, thanks. Am I taking it too far? No. No? Okay, no. thanks. Now we're done. How about, how about? <laughs> what do you got? Here's the sword. Here's the sword. Go after that, um, that guy with the octopus head. <laughs> Would you like to fight him for me, mate? Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> I decline. Which I like about that key here? It's around his tentacles. <laughs> okay, sorry. On to opposite news. All right. I chose one story. Me one too. weird story. Mine is not that weird. Okay. Me? Hit me with it. Hit one me more with time. that not so weird Said story. Britney Spears. Um, okay, so uh, I don't know why, but I'm kind of fascinated or interested with uh, when a a company, you hear about a company doing something to maintain competition. 
you know, to, yes. to stay above water, mm. you know? Yes. McDonald's. McDonald's is, is sort of, to me, one of the giants of fast food, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Restaurants. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there was a... Very innovative. Uh, yeah. So there was an article I read, and it says, How McDonald's plans to win customers back. So that, like, gave me pause. Like, when, when customers back, I mean, they're huge. Yeah. McDonald's is McDonald's. I mean, it's, right. why do they even have to worry? Yeah. But I guess everyone has to worry, right? Sure. You can't just fall back on your allowance. Like, lull. what do they say about uh, Coke, even though they're number one? Right. They spend, like, yeah. much more marketing than Pepsi or something like that, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, there's uh, always a reason top. why you're on top. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I read more into the article, and although McDonald's is doing fairly well, you know, they introduced their digital kiosks. Mm, uh, which I love, by the way. Right. Any chance to deal with less people. Right, right. I meant it. And then they have, uh, I guess in certain areas, they have delivery now. And then they invested in new technologies, obviously. Um, however, industry-wide, fast food, restaurant, industry-wide, mm-hmm. there are declining visits from U.S. customers. So slowing traffic is... A struggle for all the fast food uh, restaurants. Ah. So McDonald's is number one, doubling down on breakfast. So what they're gonna do in the near future is adding chicken breakfast sandwiches for chicken limited times. Okay. Also, trying to figure out what that looks like. Yeah. Oh, maybe like a like a biscuit. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, like a biscuit with chicken or in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I want the biscuit, because chicken and biscuits, that seems more... And then some gravy. I do like the biscuits. Like a chicken biscuit gravy sandwich. Probably, probably Chicken cheese. biscuit cheesy Maybe gravy bacon. sandwich with bacon. But see, that's a good point, because I, I don't think McDonald's has any gravy at all. Mm. Right? Yeah. So if they could come up <laughs> with a really good gravy... Yeah. I just thought of this. They could get, you know, like the soy packets you were showing me earlier? <laughs> For the soy put, sauce. Put gravy put gravy, Some gravy packets. Or like those ranch cups, you know, like the buttermilks and stuff like that. Yeah, why not? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cup not? of gravy. Yeah. <laughs> Something that won't go bad. Yeah, that's fast. the thing. you got to augment it I somehow. I think so. I think maybe gravy that's why sauce. there are no gravy packets. That's true. You know? Yeah. But I mean, if they can do that to like buttermilk dressing. I mean, right. If they did that to buttermilk, they can do it to gravy. Exactly. Exactly. Make it last so in Hawaii, they can make their own like locomocos using that newly created gravy. gravy. Yeah. And then what kind of gravy, right? Because the biscuits white, and gravy—that's a white gravy. I don't know. But the gravy that the locals like here in the islands tend to be dark. The dark kind. It can be done. Can be done though. Either way, it can be done. Either gravy, whatever color they go with, they can make it immortal. So Melanie. Uh, the lady that works at uh, Ho- McDonald's Hawaii, that's uh, my kind of my friend. She, she knows me. Cool, sorry. Uh, Was she in JC? Uh, yes. So if you're listening, yeah. Do it. She's kind of high up. Anyway, also, uh, McDonald's is also obviously has to be working on a chicken sandwich that will compete with Popeyes and Chick fil A. Oh, they are? Yeah. Yeah. They have to. Yeah. Um, forget where they were testing it, but they were testing it in the south somewhere. 
Okay, so they're already going, they're already uh, yeah. making some progress. Yeah, yeah. Good. They started testing it. All right. You gooda be kidding me. That's a, Say it again. You, you, you gooda be kidding about what someone just used as a library bookmark. Okay? Uh-huh. Strap in. Scary. The University of Liverpool Library in Northwest England uh, about a week ago revealed what someone had used as a bookmark in one of its books. A plastic wrapped slice of undetermined cheese. Okay. Yeah. It's unclear what book it was being used inside, but library staff tossed the offending article and their tweet uh, soon took on a life of its own. People shared their own bookmark horror stories. So people posted photos and stuff on the Twitter thread. Wow. Um, a slice of bread was used once. Bacon, raw and cooked. Mm. Buttered toast. That is a waste of good bacon. That's what I'm saying. Nice. And even a taco. Oh, that's a waste of a good taco too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I chose this story because you're kind of a bibliophile. Yes, I am. So. Thank you. Yeah. How many bookmarks do you own? Right now, maybe five. Wow. Do you actively look for bookmarks? Oh, no. They come to you, purchased for you? Sometimes. Do you ever make your own? No. No? No. I use uh, business cards. Uh, Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And for me, bookmarks are super important because I read really slow. Like, I'm still, like, Uh I'm two-thirds through of this book. I started in June. Okay. And it's January. Well, at least it's within, 12, it's within 12 months. That's, I know. That's not bad. Kind of one of my goals, I wouldn't exactly call it a resolution, but one of my goals for this year is oh. yeah, to try to read two books, not counting two this books. one. Yeah. So it's crazy. Ooh. Ooh. Know, you want to share what book that is? Um, it's uh, like an astrophysicist, uh, Michio, I forget his last name. Is that uh, the Asian, Asian-American uh, astrophysicist, astrophysicist <laughs> talking about uh, humanity. You gotta be kidding me. It's no, the, fu- the future of humanity, I think is what it's called. Jeez. Michio Kaku? Okay. I think is his name. Yeah. I trust you. Yeah. But yeah. That's pretty lofty there. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, in- it's, it's interesting to me. It's just I read it really slow. So. Weren't, weren't I, you. Um, <laughs> uh, weren't. <laughs> That's my train of thought. Uh, weren't you trying to um, read that um, The Art of Not Giving a Fuck? I read it. Oh, okay. Oh, so that's a good one. But that was like, what? That was two years ago. 2018 or something? Yeah. Still. Yeah. You, you read the whole thing. Yeah, I did. It's a small book, though. Oh, it's a, it was a small book? Yeah. It's kind of short? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, still. Still. It's I should take that win. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Um, what I stopped reading was Worms Eat My Garbage. No, and I don't warm know. composting. Okay, I can um, see why. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just Riveting. That it's it's uh it's a good reference book to have. So like say I can go back to it and read up on. Okay, it was a more of a reference. So you know yeah. those kind you don't really have to read the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not cover to cover. Yeah, yeah, it's like a grammar book. Exactly, yeah. exactly. 
Okay, and that is opposite news. Okay. On to the snack review. To bring things full circle here, <laughs> we're going back to Kit Kats, which is kind of what we started off with this podcast with doing. Because back then, you just had a ton of Kit Kats from... Um, what were some of those early Kit Kats? Well, I remember... Well, the matcha. The matcha, of know. course, yeah. Uh, the sake. But uh, mm-hmm. a lot of those, I remember, were actually from... Was it from your mom? I guess initially. Yeah, from her to, to go Japan, Japan. And then you went to Japan. So We've been quite a journey with these Kit Kats. And yes. so that's where we're bringing it back. And our final flavor that we're going to be testing or sampling or reviewing mm-hmm. is the chestnut flavor Kit Kat. Uh-huh. And online, it was described as such. Celebrate autumn with a whole pack of these delicious chestnut-flavored Japanese Kit Kats. The crunchy wafers surrounded by sweet white chocolate are the perfect way to bring in the chill autumn weather. And so you've been holding on to these from the fall? It's now <laughs> no. we're in winter? No. <laughs> I bought these, like, I don't know, last week? Oh, okay. Because um, uh, I kind of, quote, discovered this new shop, which has been near our office since, I don't know, for like five years maybe. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but I've never really truly explored it. Uh, but they have all kinds of interesting Asian snacks. And where's the chestnut rank for you on, on your favorite nuts? <laughs> oh, because it's not readily available, it's sort of, you know, out of sight, out of mind. But I like it. I mean, maybe maybe top ten. I mean, you know. Well, top ten, I guess. Sure. but Top five to ten. Not top five. Not top five, not right? Top five, no. Because when it comes to nuts, I mean, that's... The chestnut, it's not really the one that... Uh, it's not approachable. It's not an approachable nut, you know? It's, like it's more not like accessible. An, yeah, it's like an acorn. And it's freaking hard to uh, peel. Exactly. I remember my grandparents used to have a bowl mm-hmm. of all of these mixed nuts, right? right? And with a and there's a nutcracker uh-huh. with it, and that was always one of the well back then. You know, I was like really fat and really weak, and I was like, like it's too hard. I'm just I'm squeezing it as hard as I can. <laughs> so never mind. I don't want to eat nuts. I'm just gonna eat Doritos, the whole bag. <laughs> just put it in my mouth. No, apparently uh, chestnuts. Um, I think maybe you're thinking about some some other nut because chestnuts as a whole you wouldn't just put in a bowl and, and leave it for some people to crack because it's not like a crack thing, mm. you know, because it's, it's soft. So to actually peel it, you need to heat it up. Ah, uh, okay. Or if it's cold, it's gonna be. You I mean when if you try to peel it, you're gonna get shell and meat, you oh. know. Yeah, it just sounds. It's like a hard boiled egg, which is really hard. It's like a pain in the ass. It is. So, you know, pay, you got to pay people to do it for you. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, buy it already shelled, you know. Okay. They used to have it like... For chestnuts, I'll say okay to that. But pistachios, I still feel that they shouldn't be sold shelled because life should not be that easy. Life should always be that easy. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is because a, we have so many things that are hard. We should have things that are easy. Pistachios, that should be something. I don't know. You should work Ever for that the one. martyr, Fernando. Ever <laughs> the martyr. Okay. All right, but anyway, 
So I'm not too familiar with uh, with the chestnut smell. So I'm going to smell this anyway. Whoa. Okay. So just by the smell, I know it's white chocolate. Oh yeah. Just by the look of it. <laughs> oh yeah. No, but I'm just talking oh. on smells. Okay, got it. Yeah. Because I already said in the description that it's white chocolate. Okay. But, but yeah, it has, a, it has a white chocolate smell. Okay. And. I don't know. In your experience, does that smell like chestnut to you? It's a very you know what? Well, really I mean, sweet chestnuts smell. don't have they don't have a scent. They, they kind of do, but it's subtle. Okay, so this is not subtle. So that's yeah, because it's like all the sugar, yeah. so it's overpowering the chestnut smell. Yeah, but it smells uh, very autumny. Yeah. 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 Sure. So. Uh, we have it in these two-bar packets, mm -hmm. so I'm not going to break mine apart. I'm going to no. bite into it like a heathen. Yes. Okay, cheers for the last time. Mm. Oh, these are good. Yeah, it's good. Mm. If I, If you had to guess, though... Like say if you didn't like, you didn't see the the wrapping, right? Someone just gave. Oh, you this I would never out. know. Yeah, there's no way to guess, right? I would just say, uh, French vanilla. Yeah, that's the thing about nuts, you know. Once you, um, once you blind yourself to the look of it, or you know. Yeah. Nuts are, kind of the same, you know. I mean, mm -hmm. you know. We're all nuts of a different color. Yeah. Right. <laughs> wow. What can I say? Okay, so let's uh, rank this with some of uh, the Kit Kats that we've had mm. of the, the Kit Kats of yore. <laughs> I should have just, like, you know, kept a running, running know, right? list of that Kit Kats been cool. that we had. Yeah. Maybe a super fan would do that for us. That'd be great. I'm sure. If you have the time, Go back and listen to every episode <laughs> and write down all the Kit Kats. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Categorize them. Yeah. Yeah. Along with our rankings. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would, even though the chestnut is not in my top five nuts of all time, mm -hmm. this would be in my top five Kit Kats of all time. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I really like this one. I mm. like this one better than the matcha. Mm. I don't really like the matcha. Or maybe I have gotten to a point where I don't like matcha as much as a flavor. Ah, uh, got it. Okay. But yeah, just really creamy. Um, I like the taste. So. Yeah, the taste is different. Yeah. Good different. Well, what are some of your favorite Kit Kats that you've had? Probably like, you know, like strawberry. Oh, um, that Cheesecake. Um, you know that oh, kind of stuff. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would say I would still put this in my top five, though, mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. um, would you, if you the had wasabi was pretty good too. I think. Jeez, yeah. I don't remember that one. Would the... you? Would you have this over an original Kit Kat? I don't think so. You go for the original. Yeah, because I I do like the dark. Um, not dark chocolate, but, you know, the uh, darker chocolate taste. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I think I'd go for these over the original. Mm. Not a huge fan of the original Kit Kat, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's not huge. Although the dark chocolate Kit Kats are kind of cool. Yeah. The actual dark chocolate, right? The one that comes in the black. I know what you mean. Pack. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will give this four out of five chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Mm. Okay. Um... All right, I'll give this eh, seven out of ten visits to Shiokia. <laughs> Good one. The the village walk or the traditional the old, department store the, of your of your yeah yeah okay of my what <laughs> zero more episodes of this podcast Dunskis. yeah I guess uh, I don't know what final words final words uh, I do want to thank you Fernando for giving me the opportunity to have a podcast wow. uh, it was definitely uh, good it was good and it was fun and it was good fun it was it was I remember when we were first talking about like well, should we do something yeah let's do something I um, wanted to do a YouTube channel but you were like you don't want to be on camera no right but I was like okay I was like oh, I just finished the podcast like, should I do another one yeah <laughs> Well, I'm glad we did. Yeah. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was fun doing a podcast with another person again. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of proud of our, our product. Yeah. Yeah. And I think 40 episodes, it's, it's a lot. A lot of people don't make it that far, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. for sure. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, definitely something to be proud of. And thanks for being a great co-host and a friend. You're blah, welcome. Blah, blah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, let's keep all of our socials open for a bit. For yeah, sure. Yeah, we will. Because we want to make friends and hang on to our friends. Mm-hmm. So, um, Opposite Taste podcast on, uh, of course, uh, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Opposite Tastes Podcast. And mm-hmm. follow us on Twitter at Opposite Tastes. Upcoming projects? Anything you want to plug? Um, I thought about, you know... You know, I was thinking of doing the, like a YouTube video of products that I product, bought, stuff, stuff that I buy. But uh-huh. I don't know. I might just let the laziness sink in and just <laughs> not do it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's not something that you have to do now. No. You know? And then the more you wait, the technology is only going to get better and make it easier to uh, edit on your mm, phone. So. Could be. So okay. maybe. Okay. Anything else? Facebook groups? No. Uh, well, if you like pets and you live in Hawaii, please join my uh, pet group on Facebook, Hawaii Pet Friends. And if you live on Oahu and you need to have your car washed, oh yeah, join the car wash finder. <laughs> Oahu car wash finder. Yeah. Yes. Uh, of course, eight away green thumbs. Mm-hmm. That's where you can find both of us there. Yes. And. And thank you, Buns. Buns yeah. Podcast Network. Network. Yes. yes. It's so crazy that um, a podcast in Hawaii can be picked up <laughs> by Canadian Podcast Networks or a Canadian mm-hmm. podcast recorded in Hawaii, mm-hmm. which is crazy, crazy awesome. We, again, we alone were holding up the Hawaii-Canadian uh, alliance. Yeah. You know. The whole NAFTA thing, that's us. <laughs> 
and um, and please continue to support Bun's podcast network and mm-hmm. listen to all these other great shows. You gotta love it, right? Um, and the other ones, <laughs> they're right. all great. So thanks for having us in the the Bun's Ohana family. Jeez, just drawing this goodbye out for like way longer than it needs to be. Swing high. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> knows. Okay, for the last time, aloha. Aloha. Mahalo. Mahalo.